Brooklyn's Radio believes your health matters. So, in the studio with me this afternoon, I've got Rona Byrne. Good afternoon, Rona. Good afternoon, Jill. Thanks for inviting me. Oh, it's great to have you here. Now, Rona is a spiritual life coach and works with lots of clients who are at a crossroads in their life. But, Rona, take us back a step and tell us how you got into doing this sort of work. Well, really, for me, it was interesting because I was going through a really stressful time in my life. And um, basically, I was diagnosed with um, depression, although I felt I was really 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 stressed so there was a bit of a kind of mismatch between myself and the doctor but Mm. um, essentially I was prescribed antidepressants but um, at the last minute decided not to take them and Mm -hmm. um, that's when I found Reiki healing Mm. and um, through the Reiki which I've been doing now for um, around 10 years I got into the the whole spiritual side of things and realised that there's a lot more to life than than what meets the eye and um, for me it's been an, an interesting journey. I know. I think it's amazing, obviously, in the circles I mix in, which is how I met you through sort of ladies networking groups. You meet so many people who've discovered this and mm. you just you want to spread the word because yes. you want people to know that actually, you know, we are what we think. Happiness is within us. It's, mm. You don't need external forces to make mm. you happy. And it, it's fascinating, isn't it, when you really start looking into oh, this? Certainly. Yeah, mm. yeah. Brilliant. Now, I know that um, we'll go back to your programs a little bit later, hopefully, but I know that you then faced another major challenge of your own um, in September 2015. Tell us a little bit about that. That's correct, Yes, I was diagnosed with um, breast cancer. Um, I had a 3.8 centimetre tumour in my left breast, which was a bit of a a shock. And um, like most people who've been diagnosed with cancer, um, it was was quite fearful and quite shocking at the time. but then after that, once I had time to actually think about things, I decided to take an alternative healing route and decided not to have any operation or any chemotherapy, radiotherapy or any drugs at all um, and just basically focus on my own healing. And, and that, that's what I've, I, I did. And it took me, um, interesting enough, 360, three, about um, just over 300 days, so around about a year to, mm. to get the all clear. Um, from when I was originally diagnosed. Um, interestingly, um, what I was hoping for was for the activity to die down so that the, the, the tumour wouldn't spread and that, that I'd basically end up with a lump inside me. Yeah. Um, but miraculously, the lump also disappeared. So essentially, I you know, it, it was all gone. Um, this is, it, it's so amazing, isn't it? And you're not the first person I've spoken mm. to who has said this. I've... Um, I've read about people, I've met people, and I just, I mean, it's a very brave thing to do because I think fear will make many people mm. just immediately want to believe the doctors and accept what the doctors say. So it's a very brave thing to do. And I know because of my work here and my work with, with Arbon, with my business, I know there are so many things we can do to help ourselves, and that actually NHS doctors are amazing, but the training they get doesn't allow them to think of things like diet and how that can have an effect and everything else. So I think it's a really brave thing and I I really, really admire you for taking this route. Tell us a little bit about the programme that you followed. Okay, well, essentially, um, although I was quite fearful when I was first diagnosed, once I decided to take things into my own hands, I then had a complete change of, of, of thought, of feeling, and 
and I, the fear kind of went. I mm. felt really in control and in charge of, of my own life, which um, seemed to empower me and, and, and drive me forward. And um, certainly, as you say, doctors can only work within what they know and what, mm. what they're taught. And, um, you know, I had a lot of respect for the consultant and for the doctor who you know, diagnosed me. Um, however, I felt that, no, I had to follow my heart and follow what I believe to, to be the right thing to do. Um, and having two um, teenage daughters, um, you know, my, my biggest fear was, you know, am I going to be there for them? Mm. Um, so that kind of drove me on to take to take this alternative route because I, I really felt passionately about, about what I was doing. Mm. And, um, I mean, you know, it was it was very much trial and error. Mm. You know, I did know a lot, to be fair, when I started because I, I had been working in the, um, you know, as, as a Reiki therapist and I knew people who did... Um, <coughs> You know, um, like nutritional therapy, and you know, I did know a lot when I started, and it was a case of taking all that 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 knowledge that I had and applying it to myself. So the way I see it now is, I'm a walking example of I'm practicing what I preach, mm-hmm. and to me that that's really important because when I work with clients, it's not a case of yes, I, I've got the theory, but I, I don't know what it's like. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been there, I know how it feels, and you know, I've worked my way back, and um, you know, I I, I really want to spread my message. Um, not that I would ever say to anybody you should do what I've done however what I want to say is there is a choice there's an alternative there are other things you can do and that to me is is very important because it's that it's that women empowering themselves and and taking control of their 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 health is so important Mm. and can I ask what did the consultant think Um, well the consultant basically looked me in the face and said Mrs Byrne you're going to die when I told him I wasn't having his operation. Mm. And, I mean, really, I, I didn't want to get in an argument with him. And I did, as I say, I, I had a lot of respect for him. And I, I, I did thank him. And I said, it's just not right for me. Mm. I said, you know, I, I, I do respect you. And, you know, I, I know you've helped hundreds of women. And it's just not what I want. I, I'm, I'm taking my own route. And, and this is my decision. And um, I'm so glad I did. Yes. <laughs> so um, I... I I'm guessing, you you can correct me if I'm wrong, but did you go back regularly for them to check your progress? I did, um, although I didn't have any more mammograms. I'm very mm-hmm. against mammograms because they, they are very dangerous and they do, mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of radioactivity comes from, from x-rays and particularly mammograms. Um, so I did have regular um, ultrasound scans to, okay. to check the, the tumour, which checks the size of the tumour. Yeah. But in addition to that, I'd started doing um, thermal scanning, which is something I paid for myself but that checked the activity and to me that was actually more important because and I went from from November of that year so it was November 2015 um, I was basically high activity I mean I was just off the scale really because there was so much going on um, in my body not just in my breast but in in various other parts of my body I Mm. I was very unwell um, to to um, September 2016 when it came through as no activity at all incredible um, so it was uh, it was an incredible journey yeah. yeah and if thermal scanning is such a good indicator why don't they do that rather than mammograms and things um, that's a very good question interesting enough I was told that one time NHS did do thermal scanning but for some reason they no longer do it mm. but perhaps the future could be different yes. perhaps things will change again because there's no risk with thermal scanning thermal scanning doesn't give you any radioactivity mm. and it, it's very safe and it's it's easy you know it's relatively easy to do and um you know i mean to me sometimes 
you know, we have to look back to look forward. Yeah, yeah. When you had the all clear, did the, did you see the consultant who originally diagnosed you? Well, interestingly enough, um, after I had my last um, ultrasound scan, when they uh, they actually couldn't find a tumour, and I was asked, did you actually have a tumour? And then I said, oh, please look at my notes. Mm. And then they came back and said, oh, I think there's a bit of scar tissue there. So there is, you know, obviously the remnants of what was once a tumour. Um, and um, then... I was actually signed off by the consultant before he signed me off without seeing me again. Mm. So, but to be fair, I can understand that. I can understand that. But it, it, to me, we should be then saying, okay, we need research into mm. alternatives. And yes. this is where I think having an NHS is wonderful. But because we have an NHS and we have a system of writing a prescription, it's a bit like you were saying with antidepressants. Mm. I would never take antidepressants. Mm. I would want to look at mindfulness or... Um, and that's what they do in other countries where there is no mm. NHS. They look at alternatives first. And it's I did hear something on the news actually last week that was suggesting they're going to try and start doing a bit more of yeah. this. I mean, the NHS would save a lot of money if they looked into these things. Yeah. The other side of it, of course, is the drug companies make no money. Yes. And you can't patent something that comes from nature. Yes. So if everybody started looking at their own health and getting well without drugs, then the drug companies wouldn't like it at all. No. And it's, they, it's unfortunate. That, that's the way of the world. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they're probably... Um, they probably lobby the mm, EU quite a lot absolutely. because they don't want things to change. Yeah, oh, We are sadly running out of time, Rona, but, but maybe you could tell us, um, give us your website so that people can have a look okay. and, and find out more there. It's www.relaxrejuvenate.biz. Brilliant. So www.relaxrejuvenate.biz. And how can people contact you? Um, well, they can contact me by, um, probably the best thing is by email. It's mm-hmm. rona.burn at uk. Brilliant. Now, I should tell you all um, listening out there that Rona has written a book all about her journey. And um, when this is, it's almost ready to be published now. So when this is ready, you'll find out more on the website, but also we'll get Rona back in on our Just Women show so that you can find out all about her book then. So I've been here today with Rona Byrne, our spiritual life coach. Rona, thank you so much for coming in. Thanks very much, Jill. Thank Thank you. you. Brooklyn's Radio believes your health matters. If you've enjoyed this podcast, why not keep up to date with The Sound of Surrey by listening live at brooklandsradio.co.uk or through our free mobile app.